Morning, how you doing? As you can see, I am back in Ottawa from RSA 2018 down in San Francisco. Um, this week, as you can tell, with the show has been a little kind of up and down and all around. Um, learned some lessons, uh, figured out some challenges to kind of identify, or identified a couple challenges I need to tackle um, in the next week or so. Um, but overall, all good. And I'll get, I'll get to that at the end of the, this segment. Um, but what I want to talk about was the actual conference. So RSA USA um, is always one of the biggest info security conferences. Um, it happens generally in the spring. Um, you know, it was a little late this year in mid-April, but um, it's basically where a lot of uh, North American, a lot of uh, European uh, security folks come over as well. Um, but it's uh, sort of the, uh, you know, everyone's there. So it's a it's a good litmus test about what's going on in the industry. Um, it's a crazy busy hectic week. You can tell I'm a little dazed. Um, if you've been following me online, Mark NCA, um, you probably realize that it's uh, it was nuts this week in a good way, in a positive positive way. Um, so a couple questions and converse came up in conversations this week, which I think were really really good, um, and I wanted to address them here on the show um, just to give an overall view. And it really started out with. Um, you know, the classic question, and normally every year there is an actual answer to this one, is what was the theme of RSA? Um, well, this year there really wasn't a particular theme that jumped out. Normally you can walk along the expo hall um, and go, okay, this year's theme is AI, or this year's theme is big data, or it's deception technology, or it's um, IPS, or it's next gen, whatever. Um, this year there wasn't really one theme that jumped out, and I thought that was really interesting because it showed that security, uh, the community and the vendor landscape and the market is really acknowledging that there's a lot of problems to be tackled. But from my perspective, I'm really disappointed that one particular problem wasn't tackled, and that's the basics. There was a lot of vendors there with overall portfolios. That's great. There was a lot of specific security control, um, like we do this one thing and this one thing um, well, or we try to do it well. But, uh, you know, and that acknowledges that security is a problem on many, many fronts, and that's okay. That's a very good thing. That's a good step forward. But I think we as a community have year over year failed to realize um, how much emphasis we need to put on the basics. It's too easy to start looking and going, there's all this cool stuff. There's really, um, you know, all this cutting edge things that we need to dive into. And that is interesting. I am from a security um, hat, from an engineering hat, from a nerd hat. I love that stuff too. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, businesses and organizations are still struggling with the basics. So um, deploying patches and automatic updates, um, teaching uh, users or educating them about security decisions in context, especially things like phishing and email security. Um, these are areas where we really need to double down and triple down our efforts to get the basic hygiene up before we start diving into the other stuff. And it's unfortunate because most of the teams I talk to um, in organizations that are defending, they say, oh no, no we're, we're doing all this crazy threat hunting stuff because we've already got the basics locked. No, you don't, because it still takes six months to get a patch out there, um, because you're still forcing to change uh, users to change their password every 90 days. You've done stuff that is comfortable, but you haven't done stuff that's effective. And I think that was really the takeaway from a lot of the conversations I had, was that um, people outside of the security community are hungry for real tangible education and um, they want help they want to make this better and the way that we do that is focusing on the basics once that's in place then we can extend and i'm not saying you don't need all these crazy security controls obviously i work for a vendor um, i wouldn't work there if i didn't believe in the quality of the controls and the quality of solutions provided that's a piece of the puzzle i think we as a community need to make sure that we see the overall puzzle because if we're if we're just looking at one piece and we're not looking at the holistic um, challenge we're going to really 
really shoot ourselves in the foot. So the way I explained it to um, uh, somebody the other day during a conversation, we are talking about data analysis and data analytics, I said, in general, security is a very myopic view of things. So we look at the perimeter, um, and if we were looking purely at inbound network data and saw a huge amount of uh, unexpected traffic coming from a variety of IPs, the security concept is that's a DDoS attack. If you go back one layer and talk to your application guys and they see their applications scaling out, um, but they don't know about anything before or after, they'd probably say, you know what, that's unexpected, that's probably a bug. And if you talk to the business guys who are only looking at the transactional data in the back end, they see a lot of transactions coming in, they're going to go, hey, this is a fantastic day. Like, we are doing good business today. Um, the problem is, any one of those could be true, they could all be false. You need to look at all three sets of data. You need to look at security data, the application and stack data, and the business data all together holistically to make an accurate assessment. And that's a challenge in security for data. That's a challenge in security for approach. We need to get our butts in gear. We need to flip um, into educator mode. So on that note, um, Obviously had some challenges this week with the show. Um, had some wins too, so I took I did not take my MacBook, I only took my iPad Pro, um, and I was reminded gently um, by the performance on the iPad Pro that it has custom hardware in there. So it was rendering videos, um, so after I do the live stream, I render the video and put it up on YouTube. It was rendering the graphic overlay in the beginning um, way faster, like 10x faster than the uh, my MacBook Pro, and they're both same generation, and that was really frustrating. I was like, wait a minute, there's custom hardware in the iPad, so I would love to be able to go from my MacBook to render on the iPad, to put it back on my MacBook. Um, but anyway, learned that, that was great. So mobile video editing, I was using a tool called Luma Fusion as well. Um, it's an expensive app, it's about 30 bucks for the iPad, which is expensive, but it's amazing. Um, so three track video editing, that worked really, really well. What didn't work so much was time zones. Um, I was on the West Coast, so three hours uh, behind my normal time. Uh, first day or two, you know, I was up and it was easy. Then I started to adjust um, better to the time zone, and of course, meetings started piling up, so it made it harder. Um, and I, I don't think that's a bad thing. Being decently consistent is good. The challenge is letting you folks know. Um, so I need to figure out a better way um, to notify when I'm going to broadcast or when I'm not going to be on air on a day, um, just given the nature of schedule changes. And I think, you know, the vast majority of weeks I'm going to go five for five. Travel weeks, you know, you try to hit hit five for five, but even if you go three for five, that's not bad. Uh, but I need a better notification mechanism. So a couple quick learnings, a um, couple quick lessons, a couple quick things to work on. Thankfully, um, AWS announced a super cool feature in media uh, live streams um, in that uh, they can output to RTM. P now, so I can actually um, implement the serverless design I wanted to for streaming. So I might be playing with that um, over the next couple days. Um, won't change the end product to you, but it will change the number of mediums you see it in. So anyway, great week at ARSA. Um, lots to think about. Um, what did you think? Did you follow the conference from afar? Were you on site? What were your takeaways? What do you think about security switching its role to more of educational and helping provide the context needed for users? Um, do you think security should just stay as it is, where it's a perimeter, it's gating? Um, do you find that effective in your organization? Let me know online, Mark NCA. Um, comments down below, as always. I hope you have a fantastic Friday, and I will talk to you all on Monday.